You're listening to a Taiyi news story on the audio version of the Taiyi. Thanks for listening. The Taiyi is a nonprofit newsroom that is funded by our audience. So if you appreciate this article and you'd like to help us do more, head on over to support.thetaiyi.ca and become a Taiyi builder. You choose the amount to give and you can cancel any time. 50 Milestones from the Taiyi's 20 Years By Taiyi Staff, November 30, 2023 Tonight we celebrate the Thais 20th birthday with a party that includes a raucous debate about whether journalism is a dead fish or alive and leaping forward. There are still a few tickets available and everyone is invited. Doors open at 6.30 at the Rio Theater and we'd love to see you there to high-five. To put you in the mood, here's a fast retrospective of those two decades from first rickety website to slews of scoops and awards as we aim to make good on our pledge to give British Columbians the independent, quality news voice they deserve. You're the reason we at the TAI have the privilege of proving journalism can thrive with community support. Thanks for making all these milestones possible. The Big Reveal October 18, 2003 David Beers, on Media Democracy Day at Simon Fraser University, pledges a new BC News outlet to diversify media dominated by giant Canwest, which controls BC's three big papers, top news station, top web portal and more. We're launched. November 23, 2003. The tie takes off before Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, iPhones, or other wireless devices. The BC Liberals face no formal opposition in the legislature as there are just two NDP MLAs. Canwest gives political funding to the BC Liberals. The first complete edition of the TAI features a BC child labour investigation by Elisa Smith. Other first-month bylines, Steve Burgess, Crawford Killian, Charles Campbell, Tom Barrett, Barbara McLintock, Shannon Rupp and Monty Paulson. The Thais First Big Scoop January 30, 2004 Barbara McLintock uncovers a plan to soften BC's drunk driving law after Premier Gordon Campbell's own DUI. At a hastily called news conference, Public Safety Minister Rich Coleman scuttles the idea. First Award Nod September 2004 Chris Tenoves reporting on Heartland Town's hard hit by cutbacks is named a Webster finalist. First angry call from a politician. December 1, 2004. Tory MP Stockwell Day, a creationist, phones to vent about a Murray Dobbin column, the man who walks with dinosaurs. Early warnings. January 31, 2005. The Thais Charles Campbell and David Beers testify to the Senate on why big media mergers are bad for democracy and, ultimately, the news business. Promote different kinds of ownership, urges Campbell. Yoga Mogul has critics tied in knots. February 17, 2005. Scott DeVoe's exclusive lands Chip Wilson in the Thais pages for his provocative words on child labor and garment workers. Wilson affirms our story in the comment thread. Rafe Mayer comes aboard. March 28, 2005. The Maverick former Socred MLA and top radio host pens his first of years of fiery columns. 
Upon his passing in 2017, the Taiyi creates the Rafe Mare Memorial Fund for Environmental Reporting. Donate Gate April 25, 2005 Taiyi reporter D. Han breaks the biggest story of the 2005 election, the B.C. Liberals illegally duped towns into giving campaign funds. 100-Mile Diet June 28, 2005 Elisa Smith and James McKinnon decided to try living on food produced only within 100 miles of their Vancouver home. Their Thai Locavore series grows into a bestseller, TV show, foundation and global phenomenon. Let's try crowdfunding. December 6, 2005 we ask readers to donate to the TAIS Investigative and Solutions Reporting Funds that award $5,000 to freelance applicants. More than $35,000 rolls in the first time we ask and readers go on to fund more than 20 major projects. Not feeling good. April 7, 2006. After Mark Mushet writes on male crooners, unfavorably comparing Michael Bublé to Morrissey, we get a voicemail from someone saying he's Buble, and sounding a lot like him. He's angry, wants to fight Mushet, who does not take up the offer. Terry Glavin, Heavy Stoker October 18, 2006. The free-swinging journo Terry Glavin arrives at the Tai with the headline, Is the Left Too Smug? New column aims to stoke debate. Glavin does just that for the next several years. Tillman starts his run. October 31, 2006. Former NDP strategist Bill Tillman writes his first of hundreds of spicy regular tie columns. His trenchant and often controversial takes on BC politics span 14 years. Click. April 24, 2009. We start a Flickr pool for tie readers. Their stunning photos pour in. We're honored. Summer 2009. The Thai lands the North America-wide Edward R. Murrow Award for Digital News. Previous winner, The Washington Post. We win again in 2011. Creative Juice. August 2009. The Taiyi is named one of the province's most innovative companies by BC Business Magazine. Crawford the Sage May 14, 2010. Prolifically brilliant, Crawford Killian publishes one of the Taiyi's most read stories ever, the 10 most harmful novels for aspiring writers. The story goes viral, landing him on U.S. National Public Radio. Hockey, Riot, Night in Canada June 16, 2011. Thai regular Mark Laren Young goes to watch the Canucks win a Stanley Cup. Instead, he writes a social media riot made for TV. Gimme Shelter August 9, 2011. The Thai launches the Housing Fix series, hundreds of stories on affordable housing solutions, with funding from the Real Estate Foundation of BC. Occupy Vancouver September 26, 2011. We interview the Occupy Wall Street Movement's culture-jamming co-founder Kali Lazen and published student Katrina Orlowski, 
who tells corporate media to stop its scoffing. Sean Holman's Pivot November 2011 Sean Holman shudders his pathbreaking, muckraking public eye blog and pivots to posting scoops on the Thai, among others. Ticket to Norway July 2012. The Thai sends Mitchell Anderson to learn how Norway keeps far more oil wealth than Alberta. The series goes viral. Idle No More. January 19, 2013. Thai coverage includes Hiltzak counselor Jess Hausty's advice to non-indigenous people, eight ways to take part in Idle No More. She writes, change won't happen unless we want it, demand it, and work for it, and it's going to take all of us in each community committing ourselves. Are we screwed? March 2014. That's our title for Jeff Dembicki's 18-part Thai series on the climate crisis and millennials. It becomes a prize-winning book. Thai expands into medical marijuana. April 1, 2014. So says the headline over a Steve Burgess April Fool's Day column. Maybe we should have. We won't be censored. November 6, 2014. The Thais Andrew McLeod publishes internal emails about a BC health scandal. A ministry lawyer demands we stop. We publicly refuse and government relents. Our most read story. August 10, 2015. The Thai documents 70 cases of misrule by Stephen Harper and his Tory team who lose election. So far, there's over 600,000 views and rising. Testify. September 27, 2016. Thai publisher Michelle Hoare and editor-in-chief Robin Smith speak to the House of Commons on eroding local journalism and solutions. Says Smith, the $190,000 that launched the Thai in 2003 may be a little more today. Let's say it's $350,000. Supporting the launch of 20 Thai-like outlets across Canada would cost $7 million. In my town, that's seven houses. Follow the money. November 11, 2016. The Thais reader-funded Ottawa reporter, Jeremy Nuttall, breaks major national stories on Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's cash-for-access fundraisers held by Chinese-Canadian business leaders. That's the ticket. January 2017. Culture vulture Dorothy Woodend, who started as the Thais film critic in 2004 and went on to lead the DOXA Documentary Film Festival, gets a rare invite to join the Global Broadcast Film Critics Association, which confers Critics' Choice Awards. Thai Changes a Law February 2017. BC bans bosses that make restaurant and bar servers wear high heels. Premier Christy Clark credits Rachel Sanders reporting on the issue for inspiring the new regulations. Supporting Emerging Indigenous Reporters July 6, 2017. The Thai begins hosting and training young Indigenous journalists in partnership with Journalists for Human Rights. We and our readers benefit from stellar work by Emily Gilpin, Jamine Mike, Andrea Smith, and Janessa Joy Klukas.
are visionary investors. August 21, 2018. Founding investor working enterprises bows out. Eric Peterson and Christina Monk step in to fund the Thais growth and our pivot to nonprofit status. Champion of Child and Youth Rights. November 2018. First Calls Award cites Katie Hislop for reporting on education, foster care, indigenous issues, housing, and poverty. There's a good watchdog. June 27, 2019. We would not know what we know about TransLink data sharing, RCMP social media snooping or the BC connection to the Facebook scandal without investigations by the Thais Brian Carney and Andrew McLeod, says the BC Freedom of Information and Privacy Association as it gives the duo an award. Pandemic Push March 2020 the TAI meets the global crisis by adding health reporter Moira Whiten and other staff while upping coverage 50%. We also partner on science stories with Hawkeye Magazine. Readers respond with record-level financial support. Ace Downtown Eastside Reporter July 3, 2020 Jen St. Dennis brings impact from day one helping to spark a BC housing conflict of interest probe and a coroner's inquest into a deadly single-room occupancy hotel fire. How to Stop a Coal Mining Plot February 9, 2021. When Alberta's government backed down on plans, hatched in secret, to open the Rockies to open-pit coal mining, much credit for the stop went to Andrew Nikiforik's relentless exposés. Under the White Gaze June 14, 2021. What started as an award-winning essay by reporter Christopher Chung on ways Canadian news media can better represent racial and ethnic diversity becomes a pop-up newsletter, then a tie series. Now a book is in the works. Gosh, thanks. September 20, 2021. The tie receives BC's highest recognition for a journalistic entity the Jack Webster Foundation's Bill Good Award for an individual or organization that makes a significant contribution or addresses a community's needs and benefits via journalism. Officially Nonprofit January 2022. With Jeanette Ageson at the publisher helm since 2016, revenues from paying members steeply rise. As ever, all proceeds go to journalism, not hedge funds or shareholders. Now, our nonprofit status is formal. In 2024, we expect to be able to issue tax receipts for donors. Covering Land Defenders April 29, 2022. Tiny Northern BC reporter Amanda Follett Hosgood is quoted in a Columbia Journalism Review special report on police interference while covering the Wet'suwa'en 10 resistance to the Trans Mountain Pipeline. Now we're really blushing. June 1, 2022. The Tai wins its second straight prestigious General Excellence Award from the Digital Publishing Awards. Judges say we're an independent online institution that has the seriousness of an institution, but the honesty of a free entity, no fluff, no busy banner ads, just good journalism. Escape from Crimea January 20, 2023 
Ukrainian Yuri Uminsky ran a leading newspaper in Crimea until Putin allies shut it down. When it came time to flee, he picked Vancouver and wrote about why in the Thai. Hiya neighbors. March 27, 2023. Noticing Albertans love Thai stories about their province, we launch a free, fast-growing e-newsletter called the Alberta Edge. Zucked. Metablocks Thai. June 2023. In fact, Mark Zuckerberg's $700 billion corporation blocks all Canadian news on Facebook and Instagram. Google threatens the same, resisting the Bill C-18 legislation requiring tech giants to share profits with media organizations. Surviving, in their own words. June 16, 2023. 11 BC climate disaster survivors share their accounts. The collaboration with the University of Victoria's Climate Disaster Project is part of Francesca Fionda's comprehensive series Bracing for Disasters Investigating BC's Emergency Response Needs. New Business Pages for Our Bioregion November 15, 2023. We launch a new section called What Works Publishing Profiles of People at Work on the Economy We Need from Alaska to Northern California. The Big Two to Zero November 2023. In two decades, visits to the Thai top 100 million. Today, 83,000 subscribe free. Nearly 10,000 are paying member builders, thanks if you're one. And though we said goodbye to the Leaping Salmon logo in 2022, we'll always swim against the current. Here's to 20 years more. Thanks for stopping by the Thai today. Anytime you're in the mood to listen to important stories written well, we'll be here. And if you'd like to keep independent media going strong, head over to thetai.ca and click on the Support Us button to pitch in. Finally, big, big thank you to all of our Thai builders who made this story possible.